The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find the next person to help grow your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with your open role fast. It has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs gives candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, welcome into our Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Walt Harris, your host. Brought to you by Armchair Mia. Take a seat. It's uh, Monday, 12.44 a.m. All my kids are, I think, asleep by now. So this is really the only time I get the podcast and peace and quiet as I'm working from home now. Uh, Friday, this not this not this past Friday, but the Friday before, I was still working. And, you know, for me, from my job, standpoint it didn't bother it did not really bother me going into into the hospitals to work because just you know I'm accustomed to it's my job and I knew the you know the symptoms of corona or COVID as they call it and you know growing up as asthmatic I know it's like not to breathe you know I dealt with it my whole life and one thing I know is when I get when allergies hit me and stuff like that, I know it's going to go right to my chest and I'll be on mucinex and whatnot for Lord knows how long. And a lot of times, you know, there was times, you know, especially in my college years when I had to quarantine myself because, well, it didn't make sense during recovery to go to a bar full of cigarette smoke and jack up my lungs even more. But other people had concerns and... You know, my family up north, they had a lot of concerns of me going into the office. And, and you know, here I was told that, you know, it's probably a good idea if I get a hotel room to live because of fear of spreading the, the virus to my own kids. So when you hear stuff like that, here that's, you know, it's obviously a horrible thing you, you, you hate to hear as you're getting ready to go to work. And it pisses you off, but that's just the reality of it. I mean, that's what a lot of these hospital workers now are dealing with. They're apart from their their families and their kids because, well, they're you know they're dealing with this. So that day, I I went to the vice president of our department and I told him about some of the things I was dealing with. And to be honest with you, I I really had no business being in these hospitals anyway. They're they're hectic and they're trying to still wrap their heads around all this. And 
the project I had wasn't life or death. It was just one of those things where they wanted to meet, you know, the deadline. And I, and we, you know, during that week I had a lot of problems because these people are still trying to wrap their heads around what's going on. And, you know, I, you know that Friday they were trying to order, you know, the equipment, you know, the masks. They didn't have it, all the all the masks for this for this um to um to battle this. On top of that, they had, you know they're canceling a lot of appointments because it's your life or death now, and you know, yeah, I mean, it was just it's the thing. All these hospitals are they're, they're not equipped to handle this. They don't have all the masks and whatnot, and that's just what you know we're dealing with now. And you know, all we can really do is hope for the best now, and hope that the worst doesn't come, and the worst is behind us. Because right now, I don't know. I look at the numbers. I mean, there's, as of today, there was 135,000 open cases of this. And so far, like over, a little over 2,000 deaths so far. And, you know, one thing I don't want is the death toll to go up. I, you know, I think putting the political differences aside, you know, I mean, if you're gonna put your politics into this, there's gonna be no winners. There's no winners. It's just right now the people that need our our support are the ones that are still working, the ones that are working in the hospitals, and plus they're working grocery stores and whatnot, or they got no choice to work. But you know, we got the stimulus package, and I don't know. I mean. We got what we got. You know, we got we got to deal with that. I mean, that's what they agreed on, and I don't know. All I can say is November is coming. Just get out and vote. That's all I can do. If you're not happy with what's going on here, what happened with this, look, you know, just get out and vote. That's all I can do. So... If anything, maybe this, what happens here, opens conversations in improving our healthcare system. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be single payer, but there's going to be stuff that's going to be done to improve it, make it more efficient. But, you know, you know, plus I'm hearing stories about people, you know, they had symptoms similar to this back in February and, Maybe this stuff was floating around and we didn't know about it, but uh, you know, but what a lot of people told me was you know the strain was different. But anyways, guys, let's let's put that aside. I mean, all that death toll politics. Let's just throw it aside, and let's talk about what I've been doing since then. Well, I've been working, and the kids, you know, they're having the time of their lives, but. They're going back, you know, they're going to start homeschool this week, you know, which leads me to, to believe that they're not going to, they're not returning to school the rest of the year. Otherwise, the um, the school districts wouldn't be implementing this online learning. So I don't see them returning back to, you know, to school the rest of the year. And on top of that, you know, my daughter and my, my son, they have their birthdays next month, which is in April. My grandparents were planning to come down for it, and they can't. My parents are like, 
my mom is sixty. My mom turns sixty nine years old on Friday. My dad's gonna be seventy three coming up, and they're at high risk because they're aged to get the, to get what they get. My grandfather's ninety eight, and he's in isolation. They can't even see him. I mean, that just that's just all that right there. And so, trying to tell my you know my daughter was really excited about my parents coming down and. They had to tell her, you know, I we had to break the news door, and she wasn't really happy. You know, it's hard to tell a seven, eight year old girl. You know, she's still trying to process what's going on. But that's the thing about her parents is that one thing I forget about about my parents are how old they are. It's just we, th- you know, growing up, you know, we always thought our parents were superheroes. They're that they're immortals, and that's how our kids look up, look to us as well. That we're immortals and you know superheroes, but we forget that they're getting old, and that we don't know how you know we don't know that they're immortal until they die, and then that's why we're shocked when they're gone because we can't believe they're gone, and that's why when I go on Facebook or whatnot. I get these, you know, people who lost their parents and they can't believe they still lost them. I mean, there's people, I mean, heck, my mom lost her, you know, my my dad still has his dad, but my mom lost both her parents and still to this day, she can't believe they're gone. And that's, you know, that's just how it is. I mean, we think that they're, they're, they're going to be here forever and just gone, boom. Anyways, yeah, I was going to, I was trying to reflect all the bad stuff, but I got sucked back in again. But I'm sure some of you guys can understand that. But as far as, you know, everything else goes, I mean, Houston's a ghost town. There's hardly cars on the road. And it's crazy to see the places I saw that were packed with cars are empty now. I mean, if you have a really good product, a really good, you know, good food, whatnot, this is the big test here. I mean, if you're a bar that just serves fried food, you're going to suffer. If not, you probably closed already. But for me, I'm working from home, and the kids obviously aren't too crazy about doing online school, but they got to get some... They can't, you know, play around all day. I mean, they're having the time of their lives right now, being at home and not being in school. And on top of that, they eat everything in sight. They're always hungry. But for me, I've been, you know, I've been doing fitness, trying to keep up with, you know, doing a regimen, keep myself active. And caught up with all my work. I mean, there's work is slow, so I'm just updating stuff left and right. And catching up on my television shows. I mean, Netflix, I watched all the police academies except except for the Moscow one. I'm I don't freaking watch that. The hell with that one. You know, I watch Major League Two, The Naked Guns on, you know. I haven't really watched Tiger King yet, but I've heard so many people talk about the freaking show that I don't even, don't even need to watch it. That's what's crazy about Twitter and Facebook and whatnot is people talk about this stuff so much that you don't even have to freaking watch it. I mean, Game of Thrones, hell, I don't even, I don't even have to watch it because Twitter just broke it down for me. Same with Breaking Bad and all the other shows. But, you know, the other night, Class Act was on, all the Rockies were on, Next Friday was on. 
and all the classic, you know, the ESPN's playing some classic games and whatnot. So there's plenty of stuff there. So speaking of Pitt, Audis Tony is returning for his junior season. I think he's a junior or senior, one of the two. In fact, we looked that up. Yeah, Audis is a junior, so he's going to stay. And I saw the Parker Stewart, former Kevin Stallings player at Pitt, is going to test the NBA waters, but he's going to he's going to have a while yet because I'm not sure what the hell the season's going to go. And I know people are restless. I mean, we're betting on freaking Sega Genesis games for God's sakes on 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 my bookie on my bookie apps and whatnot. I mean, there's some soccer leagues that are still going, but I'm not sure how long they go for, and the horse races are still going. But anyways. Audis is coming back. Pitt's got some help coming in. So hopefully things will look a lot better next year. I mean, this season wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. And what can you do? I don't know. I guess hope for the hope for the best, I guess. As one person pointed out, I mean, what was the most worst time and moment in your history, your sports? As a fan, I, I said Scotty Reynolds because that pit team, that was her peak at that point. They would be a two-seed. Um, they would be a one-seed two years later. But that team was not good as the previous. I mean, if you follow that team on Twitter that season, what they did against Butler and the late stages of the game shouldn't have surprised you because if you follow those players on Twitter your IQ would have dropped. It was they were, it was that bad. And you had Jermaine Dixon of all people. He went on a rant about Joe Flacco and was calling him some derogatory words for you know for for a man that's homosexual. I mean I remember he went on a big rant. But, of course, Jermaine ended up overseas, and Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl and made over $100 million. So I guess it's not bad for a, you know, not bad for a um, an F-bomb, I guess you can call it. So, oh, well. But, yeah, that didn't, you know, that whole, them, you know, losing a butler like that, I mean, Actually, losing the second round didn't surprise me, but losing the way they did didn't surprise me either. They did; they were a very talented team, but they did some mind-boggling things in some games, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I don't know. I keep saying I don't know for whatever reason. It just I don't know, I'm drained. But anyways, let's get to some more fun stuff here. Ah. Uh. I have to give my reviews. As you know, back in the fall, I had we had sponsors for Blue Chew and Manscaped. Uh, I'll start with Blue Chew, for instance. Blue Chew was a chewable Viagra-like pill. You know, it basically absorbs your body into your body a lot faster than the regular pills, and you know, we were told to you know to buy it, and I guess uh, you know. It was part of the thing. 
So basically, long story short, I filled out the um, the application to get these pills and <laughs> with the promo code. And basically, it's just a questionnaire, and you have a um, you have a online you know video chat with a doctor or a nurse. This for me it was a nurse of you know of all things, and um, all she did was verify my information when I entered and of course I got the prescription for the blue <laughs> for the blue chew pills <laughs> and so I got the pills and you know I'm like sitting there I'm like should I even try these you know what what should I, you know for what so I was like you know, let's try one just to see what it's like and I chewed it, and like 15 minutes later, my head started feeling congested, and that was one of the side effects was congestion. I was afraid my heart was going to explode because I remember back in the day when Viagra first came out, your head, there was people dying of heart attacks because they were taking these freaking pills, and they had heart trouble, and it wasn't meant for people with bad heart, you know, and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, I took it, and... I mean, I felt the difference, but I think if you're a seasoned veteran and you take good care of yourself as well, you don't really need these pills. I mean, these pills are basically for if you're, well, say if you're a 40 to 50-some-year-old guy who's in a midlife crisis and you're, you're dating a girl who's half your age, who maybe is in her early 20s, Maybe with daddy issues and whatnot. And you got to keep up with her. I mean, that's mainly what these pills are for. Or, you know, if you want to, you know, relive your college years where you want to take one of these and, you know, be with your loved one and where you don't need, you know, the, where you don't need the pregame stuff and you can just go right in and then, you know, drop 30, 40 points and several times a night, I mean, or, you know, if you're a bachelor and you have, you know, of course, you're you're in quarantine now and you can't go out and have a date, if you just want to, you know, take one and, you know, and I guess uh, have a few rounds on, <laughs> with yourself, maybe three or four times, <laughs> freaking have at it, man, because <laughs> really that's what these are, really, really what these are for, but, but I mean, if you're, if you, I mean, to be honest, if you t- if you're a seasoned veteran, and of course, if you're married, and you know your wife, you should know what you know your wife likes. Or you know, if, of course, if you're the same sex, you know what your other you know male companion likes. Well, it really you know these you really don't need these. I mean, basically, if you're midlife crisis and you got a Corvette and. You gotta move like one in the sack because your girl's half your age. Yeah, these are these are great. But uh, other than that, if you're just a bachelor and you're a quarantine, you pat, you're not getting laid and you need something to pass the time. Well, here you go. So, but yeah, basically that's all that's all these really are. And if anything, you can go to the gas station buy the freaking pills. But yeah, that's pretty much a long story. That's pretty much a short review of a boner pills. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's other things you can do with them. I mean, when you take them, I mean, you know, 
you can play wiffle ball with it. You can, you know, it can, you know, if you're cooking, it makes a nice towel rack. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, if you're cooking naked, I guess I don't know, but yeah, there's really not much else you can do with these. I mean, other than you know, multiply like rabbits after taking them. Anyways, also the other thing I have is Manscaped. You know, we what was really cool about the whole Manscaped thing was they just sent us the pat. We got the sponsorship. They just sent the, sent us the the kits to try them and review them, and it was like really cool, man. I mean, it was like when I, when I opened up the Manscaped thing, it was like it was like Christmas came. I mean, you got like the the clippers, you got this little shaving razor, you got like the um, the lotions, the sprays, and to be honest with you, all I really needed to use was the clippers. I mean, the clipper, I mean, pretty much is it's designed to shave the most delicate areas. So if you want, you know. If you want to, um, basically, I guess you can say have your, um, uh, how can I word this? Oh, well, whatever. The hell with it. If you want your balls to be bald with no hair, pretty much. The rays, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the clippers themselves will take care of most of it. And you really don't need the actual shaving razor for it. I mean, and, I mean, if you're if you're manscaping, do you really need all that anyway? I mean, I mean that's why what I thought about my when I saw the price for the actual package that they gave us. I think it comes up to like sixty bucks. And I looked at the stuff and I'm like, do I really need all this to even do that? I mean, come on. But you know, if you're you know, I know a lot of you guys are or under twenty one, and you're, you know, you may need this stuff. I mean. Of course, they give you this ball deodorant ball spray, which is kind of good if you're especially in a cubicle environment it's, and you're sweating. And on top of that, especially when the weather gets warmer, that's when the ball deodorant and the uh, ball spray comes in the handy because, good Lord, you'll you know, walk and you sweat. But other than that, I mean... It's not a bad thing to use. I mean... The rate, the, the the clippers themselves, the electric, you know, clippers. It's really more designed for down below, and if you try to use it for any other part of your body, like your chest or whatnot, it's like it pulls your hair. It's almost like you're using an actual lawnmower to cut very long grass, and that's like, you know, you know how like it just like the the blade gets may get stuck sometimes. Yeah, it feels like that, but it hurts like hell. And it's like, you're probably just using a regular set of clippers for that. But anyways, that gives you the, um, so I gave you the, I gave you the, um, I gave you the dick review and I gave you the balls review. So, yep, dicks and balls in one, one, uh, one setting. So, And a total boredom, I, I bought some packs of baseball cards off eBay. 
I, you know, I bought this one because supposedly you got a you got a pack of like 1952 cards and a pack of like two two wax packs from the 60s. Really, all it was was they they randomly select the card from the 50s. I mean, one thing they they sold you on was there's a chance you can get a 50, 52 Mickey Mantle one of the packs, and there's no way in hell that they're gonna put a freaking twenty thousand dollar card, maybe a hundred thousand dollar card in a freaking random box to give to someone for free. I mean, they're they're gonna give you the freaking most common player to make you know. That's really what I got, and the rest of the cards were like I got one card from nineteen fifty two, tops. And I got two cards from the 60s and they weren't packs they were just in freaking baseball card holders like they're gonna randomly give unopened wax packs but i was i was curious what other packs i'd get the rest of the cards i got were from the 80s and early 90s and in my hands i got two tops 1989 packs that i'm gonna open today or tonight i should say One thing I forgot about was how bad this era of baseball card collecting was. I mean, the cards just suck. There's, I mean, the only thing that's probably worth anything worthwhile from like '87 to like '94 is probably the freaking Billy Ripken error card where he had "fuck boy" written on his bat. I mean, there was the '92 the 90 Bowman cards were good. I mean, they're, they're, they're they still though they carry their, their value, but Topps really screwed up the the Bowman. Resurrection when they brought them back in '89 because they made the cards oversized, and you couldn't freaking fit them in your 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 baseball card album. You couldn't find a freaking box for them either. Oh God, that's what pissed me off about that. I mean, those Bowman cards back in the '50s were beautiful. I mean, late '40s, early '50s, and Topps owned the the monopoly after a while and. That, that 63 flare set was nice too and supposedly it came with a cookie oh well so anyway guys let's take a look at these two packs of 199 tops cards I also ordered some more I actually ordered some football wax packs because I'm going to I'm gonna break those open next when they come in so here's the 89 tops let's take a look you guys here's the opening of it and it's really sticks now the um the gum is dextrose corn syrup gum base softeners natural artificial flavors artificial colors to maintain freshness and it's from the tops company 1989 Doria pa 18418642 and there's and there's a thing to um do spring training so let's take a look at the pack and let's open it. Now the first card is a spring train card. We're at the enter my name. So the first card actually I get is let's see, Dave Otto from the Oakland A's. Don't know who he is. That's the thing about these cards, but when you collect the cards in the late 80s, early 90s, is you could tell what kind of pack you were gonna get by the first two cards of the pack. Which means, for the most part, you're going to get a shit pack of cards. So I got Dave Otto, which I never heard of. Mickey Brantley, who played for the Mariners. Have no idea who the fuck he is. Oh, I got a Frank Viola. 1987 Twins. Remember when he won the World Series? Let's see. 
In fact, I think they won. The, no, they didn't. But the 88, he won 24 games. He was 24 and 7 with a 2.64 ERA. And he had a. Man, he had his whole life ahead of him. And he struck 193 batters that year. I'll have to look his stats up. I remember he was a. A really, he was a baller back in the 80s. I if you guys remember him. Let's say that Oswald Perez. have no idea who the fuck he is from the Mariners, from the Orioles. Uh, Jim Presley played for the Mariners. And let's see, he played. Doesn't say what, the, oh, he played um, third base. Lance Johnson for the White Sox. He played outfield. Raphael Santana, he was one of the more promising players for the... Well, no, he wasn't, actually. He bounced around with the Cardinals and Mets, and yeah, pretty much he sucked. Shortstop. Jeff Montgomery, pitcher for the Royals. Yeah, he bounced around the minor leagues a whole lot. Bill Picota, he was at third base, shortstop for the uh, Royals. Oh, I got I got a uh, manager's card. Russ Nixon, manager for the Braves, and of course a checklist. And then for the then I got Manny Lee for the Blue Jays. Yep, this whole pack is hot garbage. Oh wait a minute, I got a rookie card. But let's see, I got Frank Williams. He pitched for the Reds. Yep. Okay, the rookie card I got, Walt Weiss, and he played shortstop for the A's. He played on that eight on A's team, and that's you know pretty much it. And for the Expos, Tracy Jones and Charlie O'Brien. He was a um, catcher for the um, Brewers. And he, what's what's what cracks me about these um, the backs of these cards with their careers? Most of it, it cracks me up to read how many minor league teams they bounced through, and of course a big gum stain. And here is the tops gum, which I'll probably try later. Now let's go to wax pack number two. Oh wow, this one opened up with ease this time. Another spring training card that I can fill out. Here we go, guys. Let's see, the first card is Dave Palmer, pitcher for the Phillies. Yep, this is gonna be another hot garbage pack. Oh, a record breaker card. Let's see here. The record breaker is, oh, Doug Jones. He earned his 15th consecutive save. And I guess he broke, he broke the record that was held by Steve Petrosian of the Phillies. Let's move on. Uh, let's see, we got Jeff Ballard. He was a pitcher for the Orioles. Oh, for the Angels, I got Wally Joyner. Man, Wally was a badass back in the 80s. But his AA campaign, he had only 13 homers and 85 RBI. Whereas in 87, he hit 34 homers, drove 117 runs. Yeah, Wally eventually would fall off the face of the earth. Oh, I got a Pirates leaders card. It has all the, the leaders from the 88 team. Let's see. Andy Van Slyke led the team in runs. He led the team in hits. Sid Bream was the leader in doubles in 88 with 37. Andy Van Slyke they led in triples and home runs. Runs better in by Bonilla and Andy Van Slyke tied at 100. Andy Van Slyke was the leader in stolen bases and batting average. And, yeah, Andy Van Slyke pretty much was our offense that year. Now, pitching, Jeff Robinson led in games. 
He pitched a 75. Doug Drury led the team in innings pitched and wins. He had 15. John Smiley was the strikeout leader, 129. And he had five complete games. And, of course, there was a uh, one, two, three, four-way tie for shutouts. Doug Drabig, Brian Fisher, John Smiley, and Bob Block each had one shutout. Jim Gottlin saves and earned run average with Bob Block at 271. Phenomenal. Okay, let's move on. For the Royals, pitcher Luis Aquino. Never heard of him. Lance McCullers, pitcher for the Padres. Wow. That name sounds familiar. I wonder if he's... Oh, I got a rookie card. Number one draft pick for the Cleveland Indians, Mark Lewis. Yep. Charlie Puglio, pitcher for the Braves. Tony Fernandez for the Blue Jays, and he was a shortstop. Tony actually was a pretty decent player. Oh, Yankee. I got Dave Rigetti, pitcher for the Yankees. Rigetti was a, um, a nasty reliever back in the 80s. And he set the record for saves in, you know, in one season with 46. Yeah, he was really good at one point. And, of course, with the Angels, with the, for the Indians, I got Ron Tingley. And I got a manager's card, Jim Schneider, manager of the Mariners. And then, let's see, for the Tigers, Luis Salazar. And I got a pirate player, Glenn Wilson. And a nasty thing. Yeah, Pirates, I'm, if I remember correctly, the Pirates traded for him. And he actually was, I think he, I think he led the team in home runs, or he was close to an 89. But yeah, pretty much, that's that's pretty much sums up collecting baseball cards in the late 80s, early 90s, where you could tell which kind, what kind of cards you're going to get. Just by the first two or three cards of them, you knew that the card itself was going to be hot garbage. Now we got the gum. Oh, the gum. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even sure about this, but you know what? The hell with it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's going to cure Corona. The gum is hard as a rock. And that'll be it for that. <laughs> Basically, the gum itself was hard, and so I had to spit the gum out because once I chewed the gum, the gum wasn't really chewable. It just turned into fucking powder. <laughs> it was like. Once, you know, I, had, I took, like, two bites, the gum just, like, disintegrated and licked to a fine powder. And I was like, yeah, this is probably a bad idea. But the gum itself basically tastes like cardboard. Yeah, there's, it doesn't have that old bazooka, that bazooka flavors we're used to. But that's just that. And that sums up everything. So hopefully later this month I'll have some more cards to open. We'll take a trip down memory lane. So, anyways, guys, have a great week. I'll just fucking podcast later. Just play Hell to Pit. All I can say is stay calm, stay positive. Hang out at home. Order lots of takeout. Lots of good food to try. 
I know I'll be doing that this week. And of course, get some exercise. You know, that's all I can do. I mean, I, I've been trying to get my steps in and whatnot. I mean, I created an indoor walking trail for my kids so they can walk around. And, and of course, we got some fitness, some kid fitness videos we're doing for them. Just to try and keep them active. Because we really can't go out anywhere. I mean, I took a, a walk around the complex, but, you know. Yeah. Just stay positive. You know, don't worry about the bad news. I mean, we're going to have it, of course, but don't reflect. I mean, all we can do now is just... Just cheer and hope we went, we went over this. Because... There's a lot more I can talk about about what's going on with this, but you know, whatever. Hell pick guys. Talk to you later.